Hello, and welcome to the Dis Dump Podcast. I'm your host, Miles Trout. All October long, my guests and I will be talking about the Masters of Horror Collection, Season 1. So sit back, relax, and prepare to be spooked. Well, most of these movies aren't very good, so I don't think you'll get too, too spooked. But I hope you like the podcast. Alrighty, uh, welcome everybody. Here's another Masters of Horror episode. Today we're doing something a little bit different. Terry and I talked about the Masters of Horror soundtrack. Terry, thank you for doing this with me. You're welcome. So, uh, overall, what did you think? I don't think you liked it so much, right? I mean, it depends on the soundtrack because I literally have a piece of paper here that's a bill that wrote down a bunch of feelings I have about it and which ones I liked and which ones I didn't. And I come to the conclusion I'm really all over the place. That's kind of how I feel, too. This this CD varies in quality pretty wildly. <laughs> so it, it does. Because like some of these songs are used in the movies, but a lot of these songs are in a record label that just happens to be owned by the same company that owns this franchise. So it's all just like promotional. It's not really like they all are inspiring the movies or anything like that. So it is just a random hodgepodge of music for the most part. Um, so you want to start, let's talk about disc one since it's a two disc special edition. Uh, give me one song that you liked off of disc one. We'll talk about it. Well, there, there's a band called Norma Jean. I knew it. A lot of people know them and that stuff. I got to see them last year. Finally, I've been waiting to since I was in high school. It's called Shanlu, and it's a very, to me, they're like a hardcore-ish band. That's probably like my favorite out of this whole thing, out of the whole album and the two discs. So. I had to pick that one. It took me a long time to learn to appreciate that song because it's pretty fucking hardcore. I'm a hardcore guy. I mean, I like hardcore music too, but this is some heavy shit, Norma Jean. <laughs> I like some of their other songs better, but this is like, this one's intense. It is, and I fucking love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the songs that's kept me onto them. Like, when I was in high school, I downloaded it from LimeWire, but that <laughs> shit was a thing. And... I was like, ooh, this band, okay, I guess I'll listen to them. And this is actually the whole album that got me onto them. I didn't listen to them previously till I bought this album in high school when I did have it at that time till I lost it, and I listened to them since. You say this album. Are you talking about the Masters of Horror soundtrack or like yeah. the album? Yeah. Really? You used to have this one too? Yeah, I had this in high school, and that's why I was I jumped at the conclusion of doing it with you because I used to have it in high school too. Yeah, this this was extremely formative to the kind of music that I like now because of like some of the songs I found on this. So that's crazy. I didn't know you were the same way. That's wild. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, so one of the songs I really liked on the first disc is um, well, it dies today. They did enjoy the silence. That cover of the Depeche Mode song. I think that's one of the best covers ever. I was so into it. Dies today in high school. Because of this CD, like that's how I found them. Um, it dies today is a very heavy metal band, and I listened to a lot of their stuff. I didn't really realize it. It was a Depeche Mode cover when it came out, and 
I like the song. At the last couple of weeks, I've actually been listening to it and listening to it. I'm like, I really like the hook it on this one. Like, I like how they did it and how they covered it. Because I was like, the song sounds so familiar. So I played back and back and I found out about it. And I was like, oh, that works. Yeah, it's it's not the cover that you would expect to hear. That's for sure. But it's pretty, uh, pretty hooky. It's a little on the pop side, especially for It Dies Today. But man, I just thought that was incredible. Yeah, so what's a song you don't like off the first CD? So I have a thing against doing live live bands, like live things, and Megalodon, Mastodon's Megalodon. Like, I'm not a big Mastodon fan. I like them, but I, I get weird with it. But when it comes to live stuff, when it's recorded sometimes during that time, they ain't had the best quality on things. And I just think it's shit. Yeah, the quality could definitely be better. I was like stoked to see Mastodon was on this because everyone was like all about Mastodon in 2000, whatever, five when this came out. They were huge at the time. But putting live songs and acoustic songs on this these CDs is like really not ideal compared to like the sharpness and quality of everything else around it. It's uh, It's definitely lacking. I hear you there. Definitely is. And it, it threw me off a lot. Like when we get to next CD too. Yeah. Um, one of the songs I extremely don't like on this, like I really, really, really don't like the song is Andrew WK. You will remember tonight. That song is terrible. Do you like Andrew WK? No, no. Okay, good. <laughs> I felt bad if you liked him, but like it's so upbeat and like weird. It has no place to be on this album. Did you ever see that destroy rebuild TV show he did? No. There was a there was a TV show he did. I'm pretty sure it's him. And he did it with a bunch of kids and they got to like destroy shit and blow up shit. And I was like, I want to be part of that, but I don't know who the fuck you are. And then I realized apparently he's a very well-known guy in the metal community. I did not know that. And I listened to his stuff. Nah. Yeah, it's not my jam either. Like, apparently his thing is, like, he pretends to hurt himself on stage while he's playing music. Like, he's doing all this upbeat music and he's, like, punching himself in the face and stuff. Which is, like, or at least that's how it used to be. I don't know if it's still like that anymore. Because, like, his, uh, I saw one of his album covers is his face is just, like, fucked up. And uh, I think that's, like, why he's in this community. But that's not a good reason to be in a hard rock community, in my opinion. What What's another song that you liked off the first album or the first disc? It, it's it's hard for me because, like, there's three different bands I listen to pretty much. But I want to say Shadows Ball, but I want to say Mudvayne because the Mudvayne si- small silhouettes, they actually did this song during the Lost and Found album. They never put it on the Lost and Found album. They actually just gave it for this whole C- CD. And that's why I found out because I actually tried to look up some history on it. And it's hard to find some stuff on it because I never remembered it being in a album that they did because I listened to every single album they've ever had. And it never showed up. But I know it came out during that time. And this CD came out during that time. And it was never on Lost and Found. That's a hell of a CD, Lost and Found by Mudvayne. Fuck yeah, I didn't know you were a Mudvayne fan. I'll tell you what, back uh, before I came to Dallas Town, 
um, I had music class in Central. I got bitched at for my for my music teacher because he wanted us to bring in music that influences us. Well, <laughs> lo and behold, he said to try to keep it non-explit. Well, I brought in Mudvayne. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna put the most non-explit song on that album, and I picked Happy. Even though it still had a couple fucks, and I got yelled at for it, even with how many fucks it had. Even though I could have picked Deter- um, the what? Oh, was it Determined? Determined, yeah. Oh, dude, that song had fucks all yeah, over it. Yeah, that's like all over it. <laughs> Yo, you fucking Determined Rock. Yeah, I love that I song. wanted to pick it, but they wouldn't let me. Yeah, that's, that's one of their best songs. I didn't know that about Small Silhouettes, but I also went on that journey a couple years ago, I guess in 2005, where I was like, why isn't this Mudvayne song on any of their CDs? And it was, it's really just on this one, but it's a damn good song too. What was the other one you said you liked? Shadows Falls, This My Own. Yes, that song is also fucking hardcore. Other than that, I don't understand why any of these other fucking songs are <laughs> on here. Why? Well, I, I found that I, even when I was in high school and today, I find that the Blood Simple song is one of the best songs in the album. The song is like called Overload. It's a little poppy and pop rocky, but it's so, so catchy that, and like, I don't know, I always wanted to learn how to play it, but it's in drop C and I never felt like tuning my guitar to drop C. But yeah, it's, I love that song, but you didn't like it so much, huh? No, I mean, it was okay. I play in drop C. I play all my stuff in drop C mainly. And it, Blood Simple, I never really got much into. I I liked their album, The Red Harvest, that starts with like a cover of a Doors song. And no, some of the yeah. songs are not so great, but that song is fucking killer. And I really enjoy Overload, too. But it's not for everybody. What about... Uh, wait, did we talk about a second song that you didn't like no, specifically? No, we haven't yet. Okay, haven't yet. go ahead. What, what's Let's another song say. you don't like? I have no idea why this band is on here at all, but Thursday's Division Street Acoustic. Yeah. Why? <laughs> yeah, that's why a weird is one. that on here? Why? Just I, I didn't even look into it. I just I just know who Thursday is, and I'm just like, you got the masters of horror. Like you would think the Cannibal Corpse would be up on this bitch, but it right. ain't. <laughs> yeah, like, they got Thursday. But you got, you got a pop band, pop rock band on here that makes no freaking sense. I know in like the emo community, Thursday was a big deal in 2005. So like I, they were like warp tour people and things like that. So I, I kind of understand how they muscled their way in on this CD, but it is really strange that they put a live acoustic song on <laughs> this album. Doesn't make any fucking sense. It doesn't. Um, the song I really like didn't particularly love is scary kids, scaring kids. What's up now? (laughs) (laughs) I take it. That one's not your jam either. Huh? I mean like scary kids. I'm used to them being emo as hell and screaming all the time. And that one, they definitely don't do that. Like they scream at the very beginning, but the rest of it is like, I don't just know. Yeah, it's it's very Warp Tour. Like what I don't like about Warp Tour is bands like Scary Kids scaring kids. So yeah, that was not my jam. But so you said that they're usually more hardcore, like screaming and stuff, or not so much. Some of the stuff they made, 
is a little bit heavier. If I'm correct, I think they're the ones that did a cover of a rap song. I forget which one it is, but I know they did a cover of a rap song, and that's what got them noticed. Really? Hmm. Yeah, it was really shit, <laughs> but it got them noticed. The same with that band, uh, what are they called? Um, Mindless Self-Indulgence. The only reason that I knew who they were is they covered a Method Man song. Really? Yeah, I'm super, super not into that band. I think they are trash. I'll tell you what. My brother and his ex-girlfriend got me into my MSI. My favorite album, because I listen to it, it's like a 26-song album, and they literally go through the ABCs on this album. I listened to it all the way down to Outer Banks the one year. It is um, Frankenstein Girls Seem Strangely Sexy. Great fucking album. Okay, I'll have to check that out because most of what I hear just sounds like disjointed, weird beats. And yeah, it's not really my jam. But if you say that one's good, I'm going to check it out. That is like the only album I listen to because it's it's fucking hilarious. Like it gives you a comedic look at them. But yet they throw just beats in at certain times, but then they go heavy, but they don't. And it's just it's upbeat to me and it's, it's relaxing. Some of it isn't. Some of it isn't. Like there's a song called "Faggot." There's a song called "Bitches," and uh, God damn it. Yeah, they're they're they definitely have some artistry, but they are not have on you ever these albums. Saw what they look like? Have you yeah. ever saw what they look like? It's they're, ridiculous. They're fucking silly looking. <laughs> anyway, so uh, let's move on to disc two since they're not on Masters of Horror. Um, do you have a song on disc two that you liked a lot? Yes. I actually listen to it frequently. I'll start off with this one because the other one is a a collaboration, which you probably already know which one I'm about to say after that one. Mm-hmm. But In Flames, Discover Me Like Emptiness. Yes, me too. That's one of my favorite ones on this album. Dude, like out of the whole thing, that one I always knew. And I, I I listen to In Flames here and there, and I still love them till this day. So me too. That, that, that song is heavy. It brings in brings in the sad. I want to know what um episode they put it in because that song just it just it talks about emptiness and being empty inside. You know what I mean? Like and understanding what that means, in my personal opinion. Yeah, that is what it's basically about. Their their English isn't the greatest. Like they're super not the most talented at English, but aren't they Scandinavian? Yeah, they're 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 from over yonder. <laughs> they're over that way. I don't know, but I really like that song, and it like introduced me to In Flames. And there was a, a hot minute where if it wasn't In Flames, I didn't want to listen to it. Like I was so into them after I got this album. <laughs> So I, especially the song Alias, do you know that song by, uh, yes, Inflames? Yes, that do. song is one of my all time favorite songs. If you look it up on YouTube, it says that it's not available in America, which is crazy to me. Cause like it's, oh, it's so good. Um, I got onto them because of Headbangers Ball. Mm, yeah. And they put, they put take this life and take this life was on their disc track. For the Headbangers Ball CDs, have do you remember those? Like, oh yeah, volume. Yeah, well, I had those CDs, and a lot of the bands I listened to is because of these compilation. Comp- I can't even say that word. 
compilations. Uh, yeah, those kind of things, and it, it got me into the bands. Like from all the ashes on this, I know the guitarist, and I actually learned music engineering from him. Like stuff like that, small little things like that. Like, um, let's see, Cradle of Filth, Nephetamine, and um, that shit. Like, Headbangers Ball introduced me to a lot of shit, and then Flames is one of them. The Come Clarity album was amazing. I fucking love that band. They're so fucking good. They're great in concert. I think I might have even seen them once, too. They weren't on the bill, but they just kind of showed up, which was super <laughs> cool. Because it was with, um, oh, what's that really crazy band that the guitarist duels with the keyboardist all the time? Uh, oh, Children of Bodom. Bodom, yeah. They came They came to a Bodom concert, I'm pretty sure. And they like Did you go down to the one in uh, Maryland? It was uh, the Halloween Hootenanny with Rob Zombie. And they just had all these crazy bands and multiple stages and shit. I'm pretty sure they were there. It's been like 10 years. Um, so the second song that I liked was A Change in Pace. Uh, what's that song called? A Change in Pace. The Thin Red Line. I don't know. I th- something about that one, even though the vocals aren't super hard, it just is so hooky and so musically like intelligent. They, the composition of the song is like really well made. The vocals, not my favorite, but I thought that that song deserved a shout out because it's it's a good song. Do you did you like that one or not so much? I don't know if I paid attention to it as much because there's a lot I skipped on this album. Yeah, <laughs> I just I heard like twenty seconds of it and I was just yeah, I was bored of shit. What's uh what's another song that you didn't like then? I will definitely have to say. Revenge Sevenfold's Beasts in the Harlot live sucks. Yeah, it, it's... I love the original. Yeah, the original's good. It's just that the, when you realize that it's live and, like, the audio quality is so one-dimensional that it's, it's like, frustrating. It frustrates me stuff. Yeah. Like, like you said, live music doesn't really belong on these, like, albums that the whole point is that they're showing off their talent and shit. I don't think that live music goes on those very well, unless it's all live music. Dude, it did not show off any talent whatsoever. I'm just like, dude, you guys sound heavier on your albums. This mm-hmm. just sounds like you're downplayed like a motherfucker. Yeah. And just the mixing was so poorly done. I and could do a better job mixing it. I believe you. <laughs> You've heard the way I like to mix my, my voice. Yeah. Um, nice and clear and smooth. Yeah, it's, that's a skill I do not have, unfortunately. Um, another song that I did not like, I really, really, really hated, you probably liked it because it's like so outrageously heavy, is uh, the song, the band is called Fear Before the March of Flames, and the song is 237. Did you like that song? It's like heavy, 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 heavy. I don't know. You don't know? It's the second to last that song. I be honest. I don't know if I got to that one. Yeah. Because, like, by the time I got to Gratitude, I was just like, this album sucks. And I kind of <laughs> threw it to the side. <laughs> yeah. It's the one that comes right after Gratitude. Yeah, I probably missed that one. I might have listened to it and don't remember it, but I'll have to get back to you on that one. Yeah, that one, it's just, like, really heavy, and I'm okay with really heavy, but it's just heavy for heavy's sake. There isn't a whole lot. Like, they're not particularly talented as far as guitars go. That's usually what I'm paying attention to is the guitars. And they, they certainly didn't blow my mind. Yeah. 
Yeah. What else didn't you like on this CD? It was is Gratitude the other one that you hated? Matchbox Romances. Um, what is that song called? That song sucked in transit. Dude, I listen to that and I'm just like, why the fuck is this on here? Yeah, it's very uh I would rather puke than listen to that shit for sure. <laughs> right. Like it's so slow and it just makes me feel like I'm moving at like do you remember when Ace Ventura rewinded himself? when he was playing football in the mental hospital. <laughs> yeah. Like it looked that like that, but worse. Yeah. It's that's a tough one. Yeah. I wasn't super into that one. Um, we already covered my second one that I do like. What's the other one that you liked? Simple for me. Buckethead and search tankians. We are one. Fuck. Yeah. That's a good song. Dude. I, I didn't realize it at first. Like I, when I, I, I knew who it was. I just didn't realize that it was Buckethead with him. It's been a long time since I actually studied, like looked this stuff up and re- read it and that stuff. But I looked at it. I was like, holy shit. I remember this video. I started watching the video again today. I'm like, dude, I remember this video. It was so weird. And, that shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, I love how it starts. It just goes, suck it a beat of the bull. Bottle of the beat of the bull, the beat of the bull. Yeah, they, it's so good. Like, this introduced me to Buckethead, and man, that's a journey once you learn who Buckethead is. <laughs> Buckethead yeah. is freaking amazing. I've always want, like, I always thought he was just Slash as a heavy metal artist. He's fucking badass dude like he's so good he does a song with um primus that i really like too but oh yeah i heard that one before dude that shit's amazing buckethead fucking blows my mind and serge tankian apparently produces all of his music which i did not know or at least he used to oh shit yeah that's why they like they're good friends apparently i didn't even know that holy shit yeah the especially the album that it's just like a, a bucket of fried chicken on the album is right. like he produced that whole thing and you can totally tell that Serge Tankian had a hand in it. So how do you feel about Alkaline Trio? Oh my god, don't even get me started. Yeah, we can never break up the song is called <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so, <then> they did. <laughs> oh my god. That song is the worst. So whiny and com- like it just feels like a big child going, No, I don't like it. Dude, you know how many people's gonna be like, you guys really suck sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> because of the, we are banging on bands that people would be like, uh, what the hell's wrong with you guys? Yeah, I think <laughs> you're you're definitely gonna get some heat for Thursday for sure. <laughs> oh, dude, I so am an alkaline trio. I'll tell you what, right now, I will not listen to them ever. Repeat that. I may have been emo. I will not listen to alkaline trio. Yes, alkaline trio is blech, gross. Um. Do you have another song that you hate, or did we already cover it? I don't remember. Well, I kind of have one. So I like Every Time I Die. I do. Yes. I like their music. But Keith the Musk, I don't know. That out, that song is ju- just not fitting in this album at all. Yeah, it's it's hardcore punk. Like it's it blends the genres of like heavy metal and punk music, which I like about them. This is not their best song, but I will say it turned me on to like Werewolf and Into the Black and stuff like that. It's yeah, I saw them at Warped Tour. Really? They were good. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck they, they're yeah. fucking amazing in concert. 
but this song just blows i feel like in like two between 2005 and 2008 they were like on the rise fucking everybody loved them and now you don't hear anyone talk about them anymore no not really not much they haven't come out with something good in a while in my in my personal opinion i mean i certainly haven't heard anything new from them in a long time so i mean i'm surprised that's the one one of the ones you like the least on this album but <laughs> i like i kind of get it it's definitely not their best song the rise against one's not bad no that's but not bad like I listen to Rise Against too, but it's like it comes back to the same thing. Like I look when I went into this disc, these discs, I went into thinking of what I would put on a horror. Like depending on what genre of horror I would do, what I would put in it. Like I understand that some like movies out there, there's a part to put a slow piece, but a very melodic, evil kind of tone lyrically. But, like, at least give it, like, a dark, sinister tone. Some of these songs that are slow, it's just, like, you don't have that, and it's just boring, and it doesn't give me a hook to listen to. You know what I mean? Yeah, the energy is just wrong for a lot of these songs, for sure. Exactly. Um, I do have a couple honorable mentions, though, like, as far as songs that are good that we don't necessarily need to break down. Uh, this introduced me to Bear vs. Shark. I fucking love Bear vs. Shark. Um, I tried listening to that one. I couldn't do it. That's not your jam. I get it. That's definitely not everybody's favorite band, but I really, once you get used to his vocals, it's like so good. I also really enjoyed Funeral for a Friend because they were always on like Need for Speed and shit. So I, I got a lot of Funeral for a Friend in my system. Do you have any like honorable mentions you just want to make sure to say that you liked or anything like that? Shadows Fall on here was great. That That was amazing. Um, I'm not a bit, I, I don't know much about from all the mashes. Maybe that's why, like, my buddy Scott knows me very well and that stuff. And I never, like, cared for the band that much. But this, the song's not bad. I just know that musically, he's the guitarist for it. And he is actually very well endowed on musical identity and knowing what the fuck he's doing when it comes to music engineering and making beats. Like wait, you wouldn't wait, wait. expect pause. Are you saying you know someone who played on this album? Yes. What? Hold on. What is the band we're talking about again? <laughs> From All in the Ashes. At least I'm pretty sure he was on that song. Wow. I know he was the original guitarist for the for All in the Ashes. Betwixt her getaway sticks. That's crazy that you know someone who was on yeah. this album. Holy shit, Terry. He lives in Dallas Town. He lives in Dallas Town. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm not. That's awesome. I had no idea all these years. I'm not trying to like brag about it because him and me haven't talked in a while because we've kind of had some fights and stuff. Because there's some things that we don't necessarily look at each other in the same way, but he is one of my mentors. Very cool, man. I had no idea. Awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, it's probably about time that we wrap this up. We're at the 30 minute mark on the recording. So, um, is there anything that you want to tell the audience before we go? Do you like horror movies? Listen to Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> I mean, that's I, a I tough ask, bro. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I, I can't like this album. There, there's some good points in it and some bad points, but. When it comes down to the, the the 
episodes and the ones I've watched. I just don't see why some of these are on there. I hear you. So what do you think? Should I keep it or dump it? If I had to choose either to keep or dump it, what would you think? Uh, I like it. I, I mean, do too. If you, if you want to have a variety of music to listen to and ones you want to punch yourself in the face for, keep it. <laughs> True enough. All right. I'll hang on to it. Okay, because uh, <laughs> I enjoy punching myself in the face, like Andrew WK, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> we, we bring it full circle. Alrighty, audience, well, I'm going to get going. I'll see you guys in a couple days. Bye. Thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it, and I hope you're enjoying the October episodes where we talk about the masters of horror. I just want you to know if you want to get a hold of me, you can email me discdumppod at gmail.com. On Twitter, I'm at the discdump. On Instagram, discdumppodcast. Facebook, the discdump podcast page. Or you can join the discdump podcast fans group and start the discussion. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you guys for listening. Have a googly Halloween. <laughs>